Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Please welcome Drew Barrymore. Today is such a whopper of a show. It is so exciting. We have Amy Schumer and Olivia Rodrigo here. I mean, what? What is this show? And if that wasn't good enough, I thought we should start it off with some good news. So what do you say? Should we hit the headlines? Drew's news, your good news flashlight in the middle of the night. I personally like a headlamp. Um, hands free. And with me at the desk, the best co-pilot in the business, Rossi Ross Matthew. Yes, hi everybody. Hi. Hi. I love you in an olive. This is the first time I've worn this jacket. You like? I love. I got it at the mall myself. I did. Cute. And the collar on your shirt, very unique. Yeah, I took a risk. And you, I heard you back say, you said you were doing a Diane Chambers look, is that what you said? No, but they were playing Cheers backstage. Oh, they were. I'm binging Cheers on Hulu right now on the train. And it's like, some of her looks are, totally remind me of you. You could pull any sort of blouse sleeve. Like, I love a Diane Chambers reference. I will take it. You are welcome for that. Thank you, Shelley Law. And we are sort of the Sam and Diane of daytime. Will we, won't we, you know what I mean? <laughs> Usually I'm <laughs> hawking the idea to you and you're like, what, what right. are you talking about? Oh my girl, wrong tree, you're barking. Let's move on. I know, it's my <laughs> life pattern to bark up the wrong tree. I know you're not interested in me, Rossi. I'm interested in you in every way but one. And that's why this works. Exactly, cheers to you. And I am the flower girl at your wedding. Yes, you are. All right, well, before we hit the headlines, <laughs> we have a PSA for anyone who's about to take their passport photo. Oh, yeah. How do I know this? Well, I just tried to upload my new passport photo and I got a message that said my photo was rejected. And the reason why was a smile was detected. Look at her. <laughs> I look too happy. You do. They rejected my photo. <laughs> and here is my fully approved passport photo. Uh. Can you believe this? Did, does anyone know that you are not allowed to smile in a passport photo? Raise of hands, who knows this? Oh, everybody. Well, 
in your defense, I only know this because they told me stop smiling when I got the picture taken. Why is this? Hello, we're literally going into other countries. We don't want to do it smiling? Like, I'm friendly, hello. But like, what's the difference? It's still right. me. Cute. Me. <laughs> um, well, okay, well. so everybody now knows, no smile. Welcome to the country. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's well, hilarious, too. This story is uh, very meaningful. Um, everyone is tuning in to Amy Poehler's directorial intimate portrait of Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz, called Lucy and Desi. The New York Times reports that um, the new Amazon documentary tells the story of the couple in their own words. Amy went through hours of audio tapes to reconstruct their incredible story. Now, if you've seen the movie that's out, obviously, right now, this is a completely different take. Take a look. I Love Lucy built every episode around that idea of fracture and coming back together. And I think we crave that as humans. No matter what you've done, I forgive you. Will you still love me? You don't necessarily have to be a funny person to get a laugh. I'm not a funny person. Will you still love me? The show was one of the most wonderful things happened in my life. We brought the rafters down. It's all about unconditional love. You know, so good. Oh, it's hardcore good. I've been watching it and it is so, so detailed and it goes, you think you know the story and Amy shows us, it's so much deeper in their own words. It's so intimate, it's so well done. Amy said that she wanted to expand our definition of what a successful partnership looks like. Oh God. And Lucy <laughs> and Desi got divorced, but they co-parented and remained loving and respectful partners until the end. This really strikes a chord. Yeah. It really does. I just found this whole project fascinating. I can't recommend it enough on Amazon right now. Good job, Amy. All right. Wow. All right, next up, uh, Stephen Colbert. I just love him. And he shared his pre-show ritual. He does something interesting before every show. He told the Wall Street Journal that every night before he goes out, he slaps himself in the face. <laughs> Not, not once, but twice. What? Yes, and he said hard enough to wish he hadn't done it. And it's his way of bringing himself present, like into the moment. He says, I'll never get another chance to do those jokes or interview that person or be present for that audience. So he wants to wake himself up just so he can be there. I love Stephen Colbert so much oh, yeah. that it like hurts my soul. Um, this is interesting. Uh, the slapping is a unique approach, mm -hmm. especially twice. Yeah. Um, but I really take some life lessons from the, you will never do this interview again. You will never be with this group of guests, which is called an audience, but I think of it as guests. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that all slapping aside, um, I, I love the, we won't get this moment back, so going into it knowing that might shift the perspective. I like it. I like it too. Yeah. Yeah, different way of thinking. Um, well, next, there is scientific proof 
that nostalgia makes us feel better. Martha Stewart reports that the Chinese Academy of Sciences has found that looking at nostalgic images reduces pain. Isn't this fascinating? Hmm. They hooked subjects up to an fMRI machine and put a heat generator on their arm and then they showed them modern or nostalgic images. The group looking at nostalgic cartoons or games from childhood felt less pain from the Bernie thing. And, the, um, and had reduced activities in parts of the brain associated with pain perception. So, I mean, gosh, if you got some cramps, break out the Bugs Bunny. Yeah. Ross, what do you think about this? I don't, I mean, okay, good. I think good, uh, but uh, not for me. No, if I have a headache, I'm not gonna turn on Gem and the Holograms. Give me an Advil, you know what I mean? I, I mean, Sex in the City cuts pain for oh, me Oh, okay, all the yeah, time. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll do that. I didn't know we could do that. Yeah. Yes, okay. A big creamy bowl of macaroni and cheese deluxe and some sex in the city is totally my go-to for pain. Yeah, take me to the Aiden years and that will cure anything, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well listen, if you love love like we love love, we've got oh, a I modern love, love story that shows you can find love just about anywhere if you look. This story is going viral right now. Jo uh, Jonah Taylor recently received a, a scratch record from an online store. Uh, he bought a record. Well, when he logged in to call customer service, he seemed to really hit it off with the customer service rep named Pablo. And after his issue was resolved, very smoothly by Pablo, by the way, Jonah took a real leap. Drew, you're gonna love this. Uh, he asked, are you single? And it turns out Pablo was single. And the rest is history. They've already gone on their first Zoom date and they say they are taking things slow, but they found love over the customer service line. <laughs> you guys. I love this. I love press one to speak to an agent, press O to, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love it, Drew. Well, I say we go out there and we be bold and respectful, but, you know, ask. Why not? We'll be right back. Mm -hmm. June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Set in the 1920s, the era of glitz and glam, this family mystery is one for the ages. Everyone's a suspect until your investigation determines otherwise. The clues are all around you, hidden within tricky twists and turns. You'll collect detailed information about each character in your photo album where you'll comb over every detail. You can even join a detective's club to chat and play with others or against them in the detective's league. With hundreds of puzzles to solve, you should probably get started today. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Ladies and gentlemen, our next guest is a brilliant writer, a comedic phenom, um, amazing mother, by the way. I love the way that she loves her child, Jean, and she's someone I admire so much that I kind of stalked her at the last party I ran into her. Um, so <laughs> I'm just gonna keep stalking her. Ladies and gentlemen, Amy Schumer. <laughs> oh my God! I'm 
so pumped. Thank you for having me on, Drew. Oh my God. I, I just loved and admired you for so long when we were like early in flower films, like everyone at our production company knew about you. We were obsessed with you. And, and then you did um, Inside Amy Schumer. And like, I'm, I'm thinking about your life, Amy, and I'm thinking about like, you know, you do Inside Amy Schumer and you write books. And if it's like a pandemic, you're like, I'm gonna make a cooking show with my husband. You do stand up. <laughs> if you're pregnant, you share it with people in these really artistic ways. Um, you know, you make Expecting Amy. Um, we'll get into the life of uh, life and Beth, which I've been watching. And I, I almost want advice from you for myself and anyone watching. Like, how do you prolifically just turn all of your life into something that is artistic and a shared experience? Well, I just first have to say that uh, your support this is like now 15 or 20 years ago with flower films, like your company, you were the first one to reach out to me and want to make something with me. I mean, that's really the truth. And that's a big deal. Whoa, whoa. I don't know what's happening with the food, but I loved it. Thank you. But so, so I really, and we did this thing that, that it, it was like a, a sketch that would have wound up on um, my sketch show, but what we made it together and it was like about donating eggs and, it was like this really strange little short film that I made with your company. And also you have been such a huge inspiration to me. And and I think, you know, to everybody, it, yeah. Oh my God, stop, please. And so uh, there is a lot of you in me. Thank yes. you. And I'm sorry if that's inappropriate. Well, I, well, I want to be inside of you. So that's please good. Please be inside me, please. I need you inside me. Um, but, uh, you know, hearing you say it like that, it really does sound like I, I, I do really um, use my own life and mine it for all the value that, and I feel like we all need to do that in some way. You know, all these, all this trauma, all these life lessons, these joys, it's like, what are we learning from it? And so it's like, just as therapeutic for me, which is why this book that's coming out that I edited and, and helped compile with Chrissy Turlington called Arrival Stories. It's it's 20 different women, it's essays where we described the births of our children or the moments that we became mothers. Oh, thank you. Wow, it's right there. Um, oh my gosh, I haven't even seen it. Uh, yeah, but we just, that, like, that is something that, you know, I, I think I, my best friends, we hadn't d discussed our births with each other. It's like this thing that, that sometimes gets like buried. And as women, you're, you're like taught to not really share that much. And so, you know, we are like, we're going the other way with it uh, because it's the talking about it and writing about it that, that you do start to open yourself up and sharing these stories is what helps each other, I think. And do you think that you are the person that you put out there? Is there something that would like surprise us about you? Like, you know, what do you do on a Saturday if you have no obligations? What are you doing? Every night we read to Jean and then Chris and I just watch TV. I heard thruples um, are trending. I'm just saying maybe I could come in on this relationship because that's exactly what I want to do is like read to my kids, okay. put them to sleep and then binge, binge TV. We have, we have room and we are ready for this change in our relationship. What are we watching right now? 
Um, we were watching The Bachelor. Uh-huh. Um, uh, and my favorite thing about The Bachelor is they that every time they get to a new hotel, everyone acts like they've never been to a hotel before. Like, they definitely <laughs> get a deal or something. And they're just like, Whoa! Like, okay, actually, I'll do it here. They're like, the first time they walk in the room, they're just like, You know, and you're like, have these have these people never been in a hotel? Like, this is so weird. I just binged Euphoria finally. Um, <gasps> have you seen it? Okay, you're pregnant. I. I'm, if you watch Euphoria, you pregnant get pregnant. With future. Yes, fear. I saw every frame. I watched every frame of that insane show. But I like that my show is kind of like <laughs> the polar opposite in terms of the stuff that I was like really scandalized by. Like, you know, at that age, like a guy being like you know, what base are you willing to go to? Like, that was sort of how crazy it got. It was like, we had a book bag with some beers or like wine coolers and we we were like, wow, we are bad, you know? And then you watch Euphoria and you're like, oh snap. But I really wanted to make this show to, to, to look at my teenage trauma because those that time in our lives, like nobody gets out of there without some, uh, you know, without some major scars literally and figuratively. And and I think it's important to deal with, with that trauma and that time in your life so that you can move forward. And you have to watch the show to find out exactly what we're talking about. And I hope it's an alluring mystery because it is really amazing, you know, what your guys' journey is. And I related so much to it. I think I've been through pretty much the exact same thing. And I, I'm so glad that you put it all into this show and it just seems like a, a really beautiful depiction of where your life is at now. I can't recommend the show enough more. Okay, you're hosting the Oscars this weekend. I am freaking out, Regina Hall and Wanda Sykes. Okay, so I did a little research, um, Amy, and the Oscars haven't had three hosts since 1987, which was, do you know? No. Okay, it was Chevy I'm Chase, impressed. Goldie Hawn, and Paul Hogan. I'm shocked. I am shocked. I know. Wait, first of all, that is, that seems very random to me. What is your favorite moment in Oscars history? Um. I really liked this one. Is that the Nicole Kidman? Yeah, that's Nicole Kidman. Yep. <laughs> Remember when she was clapping like that? Yes, yes. And we were all like, why is she clapping like that? Like, it was so confusing, but I think it was because she didn't want to like ruin, like she was wearing expensive jewelry, but that was a really big one that stood out. Um, but but also I love that, like so many hosts have been so funny. I, I just, I love, I love comedians and like, I love, uh, I love their, uh, the jokes like I just I remember John Stewart hosting one year and he was like finally this year we give it up for the unsung heroes of show business the actors yes exactly <laughs> and you know that it, th there have been academy awards during wartime um you have a political member in your family you're such an advocate and unafraid and you're so candid and fierce about it you know there's like definitely like pressure in one way to be like, this is this is a vacation, let people forget. We just wanna have this night. But it's like, well, we have so many eyes and ears on this show. I think it's a great opportunity to, 
you know, at least comment on a couple things. So I actually pitched, I was like, I, I, I wanted to find a way to have Zelensky, like, you know, satellite in or make a tape or something. And just because it, just because so many eyes get, there's so many eyes on the Oscars that, um, but, you know, I'm not afraid to go there, uh, but you know, I, it's not, it's, it's not me producing the Oscars. That's why I love you. You're, I know that Chris Rock is someone, um, I believe that Chris Rock is someone who's very important to you. Um, yeah. Like a word mentor might've been thrown around, dear friend. Yeah. He, he hosted the Oscars. Have you talked to him about it? Yes. Um, he is just such a lovely person and I feel so lucky that he's my friend. Um, and he just, he's just encouraging me really. He's just, he's like, you're Amy Schumer, you know, just. Uh, don't forget that and like take your time and you know do you he's just really encouraging me to be myself and I was just talking I was texting with Ellen but I'm gonna get I'm gonna get some Ellen advice I got Whoopi advice um and Whoopi and I also she you know she's like have fun and that's really why I'm doing it you know I, I kind of because it's not you know it's not a coveted role, strangely. It's no. to host the Oscars. It's no, pretty it's, it's hard. And you put it, it's basically putting a target on your back. But I, I feel like having fun and putting myself out there, and you know, and there, I couldn't be doing it with two better people than Wanda and Regina. I love them so much. I love the three of you, and I, I'm grateful that you are putting that target on your back because we, <laughs> we need it. I cannot wait to see you do this and I will just be supporting you and cheering you on like nobody's business. Thank you. Um, now, we're gonna go uh, to a quick commercial break because Amy's co-star who plays the younger you and does such a beautiful job of it and um, how introspective and like cool to go back into your younger self. I just love it so much. Um, we're gonna bring her in. We'll be right back. Thank you so much. Hold on. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. dream come true um, and she wrote and directed and stars in a personal new project life and Beth a show about revisiting your past to understand your present and there's a very special actress in life and Beth who plays the younger version of you I'm going to show a clip so we can introduce her you want to try some Okay. Okay. All right, come here. Open your mouth like this. Ah, yeah, a little more. Good job. Okay, a little more. Oh. Now look. Don't, I just fixed it. <laughs> Oh, that's so well shot. 
God, that moment's so poetic and beautiful. I can right. cry. Oh, it's so haunting. I'm just like set. Okay, uh, <laughs> she's here. Please welcome Violet Young. Hi, Violet. Hey, you guys. Thanks so much for oh. having us. Violet, may I ask, like, what was Amy's approach? Like, what advice did she give you about playing her younger self? Yeah, I mean, I think I just tried to learn as much about young Beth from, from Amy, and I got so much wonderful guidance. Um, you know, obviously, dynamics with family and friends and just kind of growing up as a, as a teenager in, you know, middle school to high school. Yeah, I got some really great advice. So I'm excited for everyone to see to see young Beth. And, yeah. and Amy, when you met Violet, what was it that you identified in her? There was, you know, no offense to anyone else who auditioned, but there was just no, no one else. Uh, she just came. It was, it was like, you know, if you watch American Idol or something and people come in you're gonna, and then somebody opens their mouth and you're just like, okay, we have a star. You know, it was like, it was totally like that. Okay, as a last question, Violet, why should everybody watch Life and Beth? I think everyone should watch Life and Beth because I think you'll laugh and you'll cry and your mascara will drip all over your face um, in the best way. So <laughs> I think it's, it's a really beautiful stew. It's a, it's a bit of everything, and I'm excited for everyone to see it. I absolutely love that. Wow. Amy and Violet, Life and Beth is available on Hulu now. I celebrate you both. I celebrate the show. And um, thank you both so much for being here. We'll be right back. Thank you. When you choose Organic Valley, not only will you be enjoying great-tasting dairy, you'll help to save over 1,600 small organic family farms who are protecting over 400,000 acres of organic farmland and all the plants and animals that call it home. This is dairy you can feel good about. It's great-tasting, high-quality organic dairy ethically sourced from small organic family farms. To find Organic Valley Dairy near you, visit ov.coop. That's ov.coop. Welcome back. Our next guest is, oh my God, a sensation. Her record-breaking debut single, Driver's License, became the first song to ever hit 80 million streams in one week. Her album, Sour, debuted number one, and every song on the album charted in the top 30. She's the first female artist ever to achieve that record. She has over 13 million followers on TikTok, 22 million on Instagram. And honestly, I think she's just won the hearts and minds of every person on the planet. I am her biggest fan. My daughters are her biggest fan. Everyone I know is her biggest fan. So please welcome the enormously talented, magnanimous, beautiful Olivia Rodrigo. I watched the film that you've made and um, I burst into tears. You said this thing um, that I, I brought to you a quote that I, I thought 
I just discovered it and I thought you might find it interesting. It's by Zadie Smith and it said, the biggest lie about love is that it will set you free. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, wow, I have never heard a take on, we have always accepted that love will set you free. Mm -hmm. As if it's a fact that is unquestioned. So I liked that and I was excited to present you with that quote until I want to tell you a quote you said that I burst into tears. Oh God, heartbreak is a two-way street. Oh my God, I think, I think I was talking about song favorite crime when I said that, I believe. Um, and I just remember going through that awful heartbreak and feeling so responsible for it though too in a way like you can blame someone else and be like oh like I hate that you did that to me and I hate that you did that to me but like when you really think about it it's like you you like put yourself in a position to be hurt and and nobody's perfect and you know you must have done things wrong in that relationship too and I've uh, I've never looked at it that way <laughs> and I think that's a big part of the yeah, app for forgiving another person in a breakup is forgiving yourself too. That was like a big kind of aha moment for me. A lot of the film felt very empowering and you have the ear of so many people. You say this word a lot throughout it, which is proud and, and you can direct that towards yourself. And that is something I have struggled with my whole life. How do you think that you know to reserve that reflection of being able to be proud of yourself because I think it can help people live a different life course mm -hmm. if we all can learn from your ability to be proud of yourself. Because a lot of us have gone through life not doing it and it's never too late and I'm 47 and I'm asking you because <laughs> I'm mad I've missed out. Yeah, I actually think that was something that the film helped me do. I'm kind of like you in that way too, where I'm always like, no, I could always be doing better. I think even as women, I think sometimes we feel like if we're like, yeah, I did this amazing thing that we feel like ashamed to like say that, or we like want to be small constantly yep. or be like, I don't want to be bragging or, you know, whatever. Humility yeah. is very dangerous. Uh-huh. It's but, good for others, not great for us. Yeah, but uh, I think I've had a hard time walking that line, so that means a lot that you, um, that you appreciated that. Um, but yeah, I, I think this film, you know, I made it kind of long after I had uh, written the album and I could kind of take a few steps back and look at it from a different vantage point. So I don't know, I think, I don't know, I just think it took growing up for me to realize that you can be proud of yourself and also keep working hard at things and also be humble and be so grateful and also be so, you know, privileged. I've come from a lot of privilege and I, I recognize that, but I can also, you know, still be proud of the things that I've done with that. Do you have those people Completely. that will tell you the truth? Completely. Yeah, I feel like we definitely had a similar experience growing up as child actors where you're like on a set and I kind of talked about it a little bit in the film, but like you like do a little thing and they're like, oh my God, you're so brilliant. This is amazing. And how insecure that can make you. Cause I just remember being like, oh, I could do the worst thing. And people could, you know, say that I did an amazing thing. So how will I know if I'm actually doing a good job? And I kind of like swung to the other side of the pendulum where I just thought everything that I did was bad all the time. Okay. Whoa. I'm having an aha moment. I'm not kidding. <laughs> this wasn't in my notes, but have we accepted less in relationships to compensate for that? Possibly, or I think, I think maybe we like really like criticism in that way because we didn't hear a lot of it growing up. And so, I don't know, I definitely like gravitate towards people who are like that 
in a good way, but maybe also in a bad way. That's an interesting, yeah, aha moment. Well, also, how, how can people like us be continually heartbroken and single? What are we not doing <laughs> right? Or what are we choosing? Or what do we need to choose in the future? Or can we be happy single? Like, sometimes if I'm just with my girlfriends, I don't need anything else. Totally. I'm in an era of my life now where I was thinking about this earlier. I'm like, oh my God, all of my female friendships have been so much more fulfilling than any like relationship that I've ever had. You know, they're so much more fun and I learned so much about myself. And I just think that's just the relationship that should always take priority in your life. Okay, we have to take a yeah. quick break. We'll be right back. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Are you single now? I mean, always. I think you need to live in a place where you're perpetually single. I'm single. Even when you're with someone, I think you're, you're single, always. I'm really good at being alone. Mm -hmm. Are you good at being alone? So good at being alone. It's my favorite thing. Whenever I'm like with a bunch of people, I'm like, oh, I love you guys, but like, I'm truly myself when I'm just alone. And I think my album was such a manifestation of just like, pure alone time. I'm, I'm an only child. Do you have siblings? Look at us. I think being an only child and, you know, loving that alone time was kind of one of the reasons that I got so into songwriting. It's because, you know, songwriting is kind of like a friend for you. And so I think that's like a really amazing part of creation. And I think that also comes from being alone and also being bored sometimes too. I think boredom is like the, like, the, uh, what's the word? Catalyst for a bunch of Can anybody get things. to boredom in this ADD, enriched Truly. social inundation society? How do you get to boredom? Oh, it's very hard. Yeah. Um, I think I like force myself to do it now too. I, I, I definitely force myself to um, sometimes sit at the piano even if I have like no ideas just to like fool around and I think there's a really like cool thing about doing something like that. Do you ever like force your phone off, take like space from things? What, yes. what is your process? I need to. I very much restrict all of my social media because I think it's A, such a time suck and B, it can make you like so sad and depressed sometimes because people can be really weird on there. Um, but yeah, that's a big part of, you know, kind of maintaining mental health in today's age. I do think because we're moving into like meatless Mondays and the plant-based <laughs> movement and mental health is so prevalent, like why are we not fighting for like a once a week phone shutdown? We should. Literally Sunday, no one's on their phones, no responding to texts, no Instagram posts. Let's start it. Let's start it. <laughs> I'm serious. There is, there is a shift, a church-like spiritual shift when you disconnect mm. and I think we need to make it this like cool hip collective amazing movement that will literally change people's lives and days because when you unplug the metaphor is too apt and perfect mm. you make room for other stuff totally I, mean, I love that oh good a dream come true she is 
the best. She really is. And there's one more fun tidbit Olivia shared with us that I think you're gonna kind of freak out about, and that's coming up right after the break. Don't move. lucky enough to chat with the wonderful Olivia Rodrigo. And here's a fun little button to our conversation. Take a look. You say in the film, like, what am I gonna do almost when I'm steady and good? Like, will you know how to write right. when things are so Pretty. stable? <laughs> And does life ever even get there, but... You know, I definitely like to think that it's going to be even better then. I think you have to be stable and feel full in order to give so much of yourself to your art. And so I think if you're just like constantly depriving yourself and you're constantly sad, then your art suffers. I agree. Way. And you know a lot I mean? of people get like into drugs and they do this and yeah. they're like, they, it's an excuse for art. Mm -mm. I've been there, I've tried that. And I'm like, oh, you know what, that doesn't, that's not sustainable. It's definitely a weird thing to like write about your personal life sometimes, but. No, it's the only way. <laughs> I think so. To do it. And when you write, do you think about someone hearing it, seeing it, listening to it, or do you write it just for you? Never. I always write just for me. <laughs> I knew this! I knew this about you! I knew it! I think the second you start thinking about how something's gonna start being perceived, it just loses all of its magic, and I think it, I try to be as vulnerable and honest as possible in my songs. I think that's like one of the hallmarks of good songwriting, and I think when you're thinking about how people are gonna perceive it, it just makes it so hard to do that. It's so anxiety-inducing. Um, so, yeah. Such a relief <laughs> to hear you say that. Yeah. I, I'm so inspired by you. You have made the world a better place, and in my heart of hearts, I wondered and secretly hoped that you were having that insular experience, because I think that's what makes it the most humble and relatable and universal. Oh, Olivia, thank you so much for your time. I just love you so much, Olivia Rodrigo. Driving Home to You premieres March 25th only on Disney Plus. I'm sure everyone will be watching. Thank you, everybody, so much for choosing to spend your time with us. We make this show for you, so take it with you. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money, and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.